This is an Alert USA Threat Journal National Situation Update for the week ending Saturday, February 7, 2015. This week in security news, on Tuesday, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices of a new push by the FBI to warn parents of the active efforts of the Islamic State to use social media in the recruitment of teens. These efforts spanned a gambit, from jihadist rap music videos to preying on teens' growing sense of rebellion and alluring messages of false hope and a sense of identity. If you think these efforts are just targeting boys and men, think again. According to Michael Steinbach, head of the FBI's counterterrorism division, quote, the recruitment of women by ISIS is much more than we've ever seen by a terrorist organization. We have seen everything from a female fighter, dedicated groups of women fighters, and those who have come over to support foreign fighters by marrying them. Steinbach went on to say that the Bureau has seen teenagers as young as 13 in foreign countries and 15 in the U.S. successfully influenced by Islamic State recruiters. According to a detailed case study published in December by the Site Intelligence Group, ISIS is using female recruiters to prey on young women, has established a pipeline to assist Western women in traveling to Syria to contribute to the formation of their new society, and these online networks have been expanding in prominence and sophistication since the summer of 2014, suggesting that the Islamic State has already been successful in recruiting foreign women to leave their lives in the West and are looking to build upon this strength. And this threat is not just limited to North America. According to Giles de Kirchhoff, the European Union's counterterrorism coordinator, social media plays a quote-unquote huge role in recruiting. There have already been numerous cases of U.S. teens successfully radicalized, some of whom boarded planes to fly to the Middle East, and others, such as Shannon Connolly of Arveda, Colorado, a Muslim convert who was arrested April 8th of 2014 at Denver International Airport after telling FBI agents she was traveling to Syria to use her American military training from the U.S. Army's Explorer Program to aid Islamic militants waging jihad, even though she knew it was illegal. She told investigators, legitimate targets of attack include U.S. military bases, government employees, and public officials. Connolly planned to marry a Tunisian man fighting in Syria whom she met online and communicated with via Skype. Instead, she's now serving a four-year stretch in federal prison after being convicted of lending material support to a designated terrorist organization. It is important for listeners to understand that since a formal declaration of the establishment of the Islamic State last summer, complex, highly effective recruiting campaigns have been undertaken globally in a genuine effort at nation-building. Make no mistake, while Western media outlets portray the Islamic State as being comprised of a disparate collection of 30 to 40,000 unsophisticated ragtag male fighters, the reality is very different. And one of the areas within which they excel is their global recruiting efforts, which are growing in scope and sophistication. Alert USA urges parents of teens, both boys and girls, to get involved with their children's social media activity. Just as you monitor the physical location of your children, the simple reality is that social media sites such as Facebook, Twitter, AskFM, WhatsApp, Instagram, and many others offer a multitude of evil influences, of which militant Islam propaganda specifically tailored to kids in the naturally rebellious age groups is just one. While it may seem like a daunting, impossible task, the dangers are far too great and the ramifications too far-reaching to simply blow it off and to trust the judgment of your children. They simply do not have the perspective, worldview, and awareness necessary. Just as you would be unlikely to allow your teenage son or daughter to wander the streets of urban America after dark, it is imperative that you extend these protective measures to their online presence. Alert USA would not be covering the topic, nor would the FBI be speaking up unless the threat was formidable and growing. 
To this end, there are a variety of online resources, including software applications and monitoring utilities available to make this process relatively easy and straightforward. We provide a list of such resources, as well as additional information on this subject, in this week's issue of the Threat Journal newsletter. If you are not a subscriber, visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. It's completely free, and you will immediately receive this latest issue. As has been the case for over 12 years, Alert USA continues to closely monitor the overall domestic and international terrorism threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers of new alerts, warnings, and advisories, or any developments which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. Moving next to Europe. On Tuesday, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices of fresh warnings issued by Secretary of State John Kerry to Russia over their growing military involvement in eastern Ukraine. Kerry warned that the Obama administration cannot ignore the latest Russian military thrust into the country's east. Quote, we live in a modern world of great technology. Everybody understands the ability to see things from high altitudes, whether it's in space or lower. And the fact is, we have been tracing and we have seen exactly what they're bringing over, when and how, and there's no question about tanks flowing, rocket systems being transported, convoys of goods carrying both people, weapons, and other instruments of battle. Kerry goes on to say that we cannot close our eyes to the tanks that are crossing the border coming into Ukraine. We cannot close our eyes to Russian soldiers in unmarked uniforms coming across the border and leading troops into battle. Concurrent to Secretary Kerry's remarks in Ukraine, a bipartisan group of 12 senators, all members of the Senate Armed Services Committee, called on President Obama to provide lethal aid to Ukraine. Here are some clips from their presser. You, you just can't stand by and watch people being slaughtered with, with superior equipment. Uh, you know, blankets don't do very well against tanks. We need to see that Putin understands nothing but force. He is a thug. As I look at Vladimir Putin, he is the schoolyard bully, and he's picking on the smaller member of the class. And it's time to provide uh, Ukraine the ability to defend itself. If we allow the Ukrainians the opportunity to punch the bully in the nose, maybe he thinks twice about what the cost of aggression truly is. The White House says the president is quote-unquote considering the move. We remind listeners that given the very nature of the matter at hand, when you hear that the President of the United States is considering doing anything along the lines of sending weapons or troops to assist a foreign nation, it invariably means that the decision has already been made. Normally, such deliberations and planning are carried out in the highest levels of secrecy. Now, it's just a question of when. On Thursday of this week, NATO Supreme Allied Commander U.S. Air Force General Philip Breedlove warned that any move to provide Ukraine with lethal weapons must take into account any possible angry reaction from Russia. Also this week, NATO defense ministers met in Brussels on Thursday, during which they announced a significant military expansion in the easternmost region of the alliance and what NATO Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg calls the biggest reinforcement of our collective defense since the end of the Cold War. The move, known as adaptation measures, increases the NATO response force size from 13,000 troops to 30,000 troops, or a full division, with elements spread between six bases located across Bulgaria, Romania, Poland, Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania, in order to provide a visible and persistent NATO presence in these countries and to dissuade further Russian aggression in the region. Additionally, another measure announced is the formation of a very high-readiness joint task force known as the Spearhead Force, a highly trained brigade of land forces numbering around 5,000. According to NATO Secretary Stoltenberg, 
The spearhead force will be supported by air, sea, and special operations forces. The lead element of this land brigade will be ready to move within as little as 48 hours, with the rest moving within a week. Two brigades will back up the spearhead force as a rapid reinforcement capability in case of a major crisis. Listeners are reminded that late last year, Russia warned NATO against establishing a permanent military presence in Eastern Europe, saying it would view such a move as a threat. According to Mikhail Popov, Deputy Director of Russia's National Security Council, the fact that the military infrastructure of NATO member states is getting closer to our borders, including via enlargement, will preserve its place as one of the external threats for the Russian Federation. This statement was made when NATO was originally moving towards stationing just 5,000 troops in the Eastern Alliance member countries. Considering that NATO has announced that this force would expand to 30,000, we await Russia's public response, though their military is already in motion. Earlier this week, Russia's defense ministry announced that the Kremlin has deployed Topol and Yar's ICBM missile launchers to combat patrol in six Russian regions. Russian President Vladimir Putin has claimed the right to intervene on behalf of Russian speakers if Moscow believes their rights are under threat. Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania, all former Soviet republics that are now NATO members, have significant Russian minorities. Here again, Alert USA continues to closely monitor developments in this region and will immediately notify service subscribers of major changes in the overall threat picture as events warrant. In travel security news, listeners are reminded that in addition to a standing U.S. government-issued worldwide caution and separate worldwide travel alert, this week the State Department issued new travel warnings for Nigeria, Cameroon, and Sierra Leone, holding at 43 the number of individual countries around the world specifically identified as posing significant risks for U.S. citizens. If you are planning travel abroad, even to such common locations as the Caribbean, Mexico, or Europe, now more than ever, be smart about it and regularly check the U.S. State Department's travel website where information can be found about the security situation at your destination. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal National Situation Update for the week ending Saturday, February 7th, 2015.